With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jordan Battle, sir, we have got you circled. Our eyes on you. There you go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Do you have a favorite saying that Saban has? He always talking about touch D's or uh, suck on D's or... Saban apparently likes these nuts. nuts jokes. The Rich Eisen Show. These nuts. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Still to come, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Chris Carter. Comedian, Jeffrey Ross. Plus, from NBC's Brooklyn Nine-Nine, actor Joe LaDulio. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two, the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Chris Carter, Pro Football Hall of Famer, is going to join us in about 20 minutes' time. Fresh off of his guest hosting appearance on uh, Good Morning Football. How about that? Nice. All right. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Because that would be an interesting um, try. Because they're, they're kind of, you know doing a jeopardy type yeah. situation here where they're guest you know hosting and i i can pretty much tell you though that the executive producer doesn't want the role himself michael davies doesn't want to take over no because he's actually <laughs> taking over, over jeopardy. at jeopardy yeah, right. for the time being it's not a permanent <laughs> role for him plus he's got his own men and blazers gig he's cool right oh seeing roger like, bennett though with those the other three would be hilarious roger bennett <laughs> Like Roger Bennett doing the angry run segment. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Anything Roger By does is comedy, just pure comedy. <laughs> All of it. That would be awesome. All of it, man. All of it. So anyway, he's going to join us in about 19 minutes' time. And one of the things we'll ask him about, it, it, I, I'm wondering if this is born as a national story born out of fantasy football. You know? Because I have Brandon Ayuk. And I'm fascinated by this story. I had him last year. Um, and I'm just wondering if that's what it is. Because this is a local story. The Niners are obviously, I think that's the beauty of the NFL. And that the Niners are a national team, but so is every team in the NFL, right? I know that games are regionalized, but anybody in the NFL, is a, it's a national story because it's the NFL. Baseball is a totally regionalized sport right now. And there's only a handful of national teams. So maybe I should mo- modify it and say that there's a... Uh, a lion's share of the NFL teams are national teams and then a smaller group that's regional. And, the re- and it's only regional because they they don't have enough wins to be national. Because any team that wins in the NFL is a national team. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, the, the 49ers have a, a, a very, very rabid fan base. And Brandon Ayuk was a terrific rookie receiver last year. For the 49ers. And then, poof, just disappeared in week one. And the Lions, whose coach Dan Campbell is going to be on tomorrow's show, by the way, in advance of the Monday Nighter against the Packers, to wrap up week two that starts tonight between the Washington football team and the Giants, that I don't understand how he got nothing. 
And the Niners still put up a 40-burger on the lines with some defensive help, too. So the question is, is what, what gives? I don't know if, you know, if you're interested in this because you have Ayuk like me or you're facing him or whatever, or you're just a Niner fan, or you're just wondering what, what goes through the mind of Kyle Shanahan. Because everybody figures he's in the doghouse right now. But he also had a hamstring injury that did not allow him to practice. And Trent Sherfield, who's a receiver that nobody has probably in their fantasy, not even in your 14-team league even, right? Nope. Okay. So he's clearly, if, he, if he's not on your fantasy roster and you're not a diehard fan looking at the second and third players on your team's depth chart, then you really have never heard of him outside of the Sherfield household. So what gives? Here was Kyle Shanahan's response. And as you know, this is a guy who just spot on tells the truth every single time and we're all looking for some passive aggressivity from this guy check it out i mean i'm not trying to sing out any specifics because it's it's like every player you got to grow in every single area um so and when it's being i know this is all being to kind of like we're punishing Ayuk or something because trent got even reps with them or we rotated those guys i'm not going to sit here and say he's got to do a b and c to get back out there it's more We've been practicing the last month, and one guy's been there every day, and I think the quarterback's got a lot of confidence in him. I do. God, I thought that was my phone, man. Jeez. Um, but, yeah, he just – if he wants to be out there every single play, he's got to be a lot better than the guy behind him. So he's not out there because the other guy's better, Right. You get that from the last comment that you got to be better than the guy that's in front of you. It's got to be much better than the guy behind you, right? So he's still. So it's what I'm saying. He's not as good as the guy in front of him. See, I took or he's that... not much better than the I guy. I took that in as yeah, as Ayuk is not that much better than Sherfield, so that's why they're both getting reps. And they're getting reps because the other guy was hurt, so he was hurt, so that's why he's not out there. But he's also not out there because he was hurt, and he's currently not much better than the guy who's in front of right. him. And now normally, though, you would still, even though a guy's not that much better in f- than the guy who's behind him, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's your first round and drafted <laughs> right. stellar rookie from last year, you're going to still put him out there because he's that guy. And you're going to give right. him that benefit of the doubt because you've right. already seen him, unless he has shown up in a manner... That's kind of grinded your gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sure sounds like they're teaching him a lesson, don't you think? Of some sort? It does sound mm-hmm. like a tough love situation. Yeah. Also, it's like, it's kind of like the quarterback. You got the sense, listening to Kyle Shanahan talk in the preseason, that he wanted Trey Lance to kind of take the number one spot and beat out Jimmy G, and he didn't. I don't know if he wanted him to. He gave him the opportunity to. And he, and he, but, he, but he didn't do it. And so it's kind of like here, like he wants Ayuk to be that dude, like be a number one, number one. And he's just not there yet. So there's kind of. Has he turned, it up, turned up the heat on practice this week yeah, or what? Sounds like it. After they put up 40 points. Yeah, but they gave up. <laughs> yeah, but it was all garbage time. I don't, I don't read. Not all of it that. was garbage. I mean. Well, guess what? I mean, Debo put one on the floor. True. The uh, special teams, special teams did, not, a little bit. did not get an onside kick recovered, which is a rarity. Yeah. So, 
you know, there's some mistakes to be cleaned up, as always, in an NFL team. But this one is just fascinating to me. I just love Kyle Shanahan, man. I also think. What a division. This is an, kind of a sneaky, awesome game this weekend. Niners-Eagles. Oh, yeah. Dude, Eagles could go 2-0. and And somebody, by the end of tonight in that division, is 0-2. Unless we get some sort of tie, which would be dreadful. And the Cowboys are coming out here to take on a Charger team that is going to lose, it appears, two of their best pass rushers. And that kid Herbert's standing back there. Mm -hmm. And Brady stood back there last week and had his way. And there were some mistakes off of hands and whatever. And I don't know if that's going to be off the hands of Keenan Allen. The Cowboys are in trouble. Always in trouble. And... It looks but like Dak's just going to have to score fifty each week. By the way, and it 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 looks like Jerry Jones is coming to our set. Did you hear? You know, wait, really? I think so because I I read the promo for game day morning, and I shouldn't say it unless it's aired yet. But it sounds like you know Jerry's going to be across the street at one at at one o'clock Pacific. We're off the air at like ten o'clock Pacific. Maybe he wants to come by around nine. Mm. I don't know. There's one part of the building I haven't been to is the roof. Maybe you can land a helicopter on it. I don't know. I was going to say, where do you think Jerry stays when he comes out here? Um, is he what, arriving like game day? Wherever he wants. Up? But I know, but it's just <laughs> I mean, like. Wherever he wants. I would dock the boat off Marina Del Rey if it were me. But. Is he in the Kroenke guest house? <laughs> Kroenke guest house. By the way. Great fantasy team now. Back. Hey, what if Jerry house. bought his old like childhood home in Inglewood and he secretly goes there and chills? That would be cool. Did he have a childhood home in he Inglewood? He was born in Inglewood. I did not know that. Yeah, He said it here on the show. Got that one. Yeah. He was born right, right in Inglewood, right by where the stadium is. By the way, um, you know what I watched with the kids last night? Susie and I showed the kids for the first time. What do we got? Last night? Rudy? You'll never get... Nope. Oh. You'll never guess. <laughs> first, all right, well, hint. Right, who's yeah, in it? We need a hint. Uh, comedy. Who's in it? comedy. Comedy. That's well, still what? not a hint Time enough, period. Rich. Huh? Time period. Uh, mid-90s. Ghostbusters. Nope. That's not mid-90s. Fletch. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll just zero in. Sandler movie. Oh. oh. Happy Gilmore? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I know. And? Loved it. Nice. They loved it. Still hits. There's a couple of moments where, you know, <laughs> forget language. Sure. Julie Bowen and some lingerie a couple times. Oh, yeah. Hey. Holding pitchers of beer. Pitchers of beer. Which to them might have looked like, why is she carrying these two large buckets of piss? I don't know if they know what <laughs> beer is. Apple juice. Um, yeah. But that was, that hit home. Shooter? I, Shooter probably hit big time. You know what kind of, oh, Shooter McGavin hit big time. Yeah. Big time. So did uh, Chubbs. <laughs> so did, did you Chubbs. explain to him who Chubbs is? In real life? Yeah. No, it did require, one moment required, and it, it, it broke my heart. It required me to tell him who it was. Okay. Bob Barker. Ah. Uh, How to explain to them who Bob Barker was. In just the 90s, that was a really funny cameo. Absolutely obviously. crushed me. <laughs> Why would that crush you, though, Rich? Me because Bob Barker is also like is, ninety right now. Is it just crushed me? It just means I'm old, and you know Bob's, Bob's ninety seven. Bob's been that. off air for fifteen years. I the get kids it. weren't even. I get it, but Bob Barker's so part of my life. The fact that I'm like, okay, this is why this is funny. <laughs> He's a game show host of my favorite game show called The Price Is Right because they're not, you know, they're not home during. 
at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. on a weekday. So wait a minute, you saying that my episode of Price is Right isn't DVR than the Eisenhower? I don't you believe guys so. Don't watch it? I don't, no, no. <laughs> wow. TJ, I still have it saved. Oh, no, you. it's DVR. I haven't shown it to him because I don't want to show them so failure. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to trying to raise winners, <laughs> you were saying, trying to raise winners. You were DJ. saying that when you were snacking on the popcorn a few My weeks ago. Uh, uh, Bring that back in. Yeah, I'll do it on Friday. Hashtag winning. But it just kind of crushed me. But they, boy, I mean, now you know why Adam Sandler, Sandler just is just a gift that just will keep on giving to yeah. generations. Kid, they loved Happy Gilmore. That's great. No, I haven't seen Billy Madison. I was going to say, forever. when do you show them Billy is Madison? That, is that Less appropriate than Happy Gilmore, yes, or way less appropriate. I, yeah, I mean, so that's I, yeah. I, 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 that's my memory is that so, we can't Rich, go. The beginning to this of the movie, one. it starts off with Nudie Magazine Day. Yeah, I yeah, okay. You know, it's Stop not like we can go to the swan. next one, right? I, I, yeah, that Veronica yeah. Vaughn is one. Yeah, Billy, Billy Madison is a boy. Also, know. couldn't I didn't have the heart to just stop the movie and say that's a real golfer in Lee Trevino, you know? <laughs> right, uh, that's right. really Vern Lundquist, you know? And Jack G. And Jack the G. They do them. know who Jack G. is because yeah, you know he's in the booth. He's a family Vern. friend, so yeah. he's the guy who sits next to Vern and wordlessly, and he's right. <laughs> like was Sandler's producing partner for a long time. Yeah. Um, so. But it did kind of break my heart. I'd tell him who Bob Barker But that's was. great, though, that they enjoyed Happy Gilmore, that that didn't, like, age poorly for them. It didn't, but the movie doesn't age poorly. Yeah, no, it's still really funny. It is. Yeah. You know, and and I did show Zan. Ben Stiller is, like, the creepy. Ben Stiller, uh, they didn't understand why he was so mean to the yeah, old folks the old in the home. And, like, yeah. this is actually comedy here. Yeah. Nah, that, that one that's lost on the kids. Fine. Um, you know, did not, uh, um, and I showed Zan afterwards a clip from our show of Chris McDonald, the actor oh. who plays Shooter McGavin yeah. here, talking about how the crew was betting against him for making the putt that put him in the winner's position in the final scene. Like a 25-footer or something? He, like it was that. a 30-footer is what he called it. And that the, 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 the crew was betting against him because he asked the director, Dennis Dugan, to give him some shots at making the putt right. in a wide shot so it doesn't need to be edited down to show the ball going in the hole. Like, give him a shot to actually make it. And they gave him eight shots to make it. And he made it on the fifth. And was so excited about it is that he ran up to it and screamed, choke on that choke baby. On that baby. <laughs> and they left it in the and movie. And they left it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they left it in the movie. That was not scripted. That was him literally as Shooter celebrating against the, the crew. a great <laughs> moment for Chris McDonald right. against the crew. <laughs> choke on that baby. Choke on that baby is what he said because he was so excited. Was so aggressively he won the bet against the crew. That's great. <laughs> I showed that to my son. So I, as if it wasn't enough, I, told, I showed him that there is a little sense of gambling and competition in acting. And but, you made that big moment about you. Which but Rich, how'd you do that when you don't know anything about gambling? Oh, I used to have a former life in which that sort of stuff happening. I, I remember I told you that story when the NFL Network began and they sent a member of the NFL Security Department, former FBI agent, speaking to the entire NFL Network crew, which was about 20 of us. And uh, he explained to us the new rules of engagement. They brought in the FBI. Well, it's yeah, yeah. a member of the NFL yeah. security. They brought security. who's a former, former FBI, FBI agent. agent. 
Okay. Oh yeah, the NFL has uh, yeah, uh, access to uh, people who are, <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine you know, high up uh, uh, oh, enforcement yes. food chains that might want to work for the Shield. You know, Makes sense. so um, he basically explained to us the the new rules of engagement now that you're an NFL employee. So I even said out loud, just because I was a little bit of a smartass, even back then. <laughs> yes, I said. So you mean my days of betting the Knicks and the points are over? At which point, the worm, Jason Worms, has said, you shouldn't have been doing that anyway, Rich. <laughs> so, I mean, I have a form. You know, I mean, I wasn't just born yesterday, TJ. I got you. You're not the only one here with a lush history. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's take a break. Come back. The Pro Football Hall of Famer, Chris Carter, will join us. And coming up later this hour, a very fun segment, because... The Bodyguard, the movie The Bodyguard is being remade. <laughs> and all of us are going to take a shot at who we think should be in the lead roles in the remake of The Bodyguard. Don't miss that. That's coming up. But Chris Carter's next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Our favorite, uh, uh, Frank Caliendo. Mm. We love him here. So good. I mean, uh, a couple of times, I think he's appeared on my birthday. Oh, yeah. Because you guys know how much oh, I... Oh, he just makes, he us, just makes ma- us all I mean, laugh. Yeah, makes us all So his Gruden, remember last year, he, he looked over the... Uh, he looked over the win-loss record of uh, the Raiders and... Um, and said this after he looked at the sixteen and oh man. After he looked at the schedule <laughs> when it first came out, he, he had that I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So, um, yeah, because the Raiders have now won three of their straight season openers. Mm-hmm. So last year after the season opener, he, he went through the schedule of Gruden and they won all 16 games and then that, that became one of our drops. So yesterday, this gem, after the Raiders won the Monday night opener, came from the at Frank Caliendo account. Let's see what we have here. Season opener against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Win at Steelers. We're going to show Big Ben what time it is. Win. win. Dolph. Win. Los Angeles Chargers, man. It's going to be electric. Win. 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 Buy. Win. Kansas City. Loss. For them, man. Win, 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 win. 17 and 0. One better than last year. This is amazing. 17 and 0. One better than last year. Keep giving the people what we want. National treasure, Frank Kelly, I know. So funny. National treasure. Keep giving the people what we want, man. So funny. Oh, God. <laughs> Loss. So with the kids, when he got the for kids them, them. Like, <laughs> when he got the kids see, I'm sorry. It's going to go. But just the, the uh, oh. Chargers going to be electric. <laughs> Let's win. tell Big Ben what time it is. Win. Win. Bye. 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 <laughs> 17. 17 and 0. One better than last year. Yep. I mean, the glasses and that gigantic ring that he wears. Is it the same glasses that uh, that he wears for Andy Reid? Is it is this, oh, like, good, good How vast is the Caliendo prop department? I mean, a uh, ring is the best. Uh, I would Bob. imagine it's huge. Hold on a second. Yep, same glasses for uh, for Andy Reid. He had an Andy Reid video posted. I'm looking at. All right. I'm looking down. Is is uh, is uh, Chris Carter calling in? Or is this just an Ohio State thing today that you're just messing with me because they lost against Oregon <laughs> and I gave, I gave an Oregon kid glue that they were going to call in late? They don't want to talk. Props to those guys, though. All right, yeah. give them a call. After a loss. Let me give you a phone number. All right, that's next on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. All right, uh, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Can you review our poll question so I can uh, text... Uh, uh, Mr. Carter, right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're looking at the Bucks. We think they're the class of the NFC. Which team is the biggest challenge to the Bucks? Is it the Saints in their own division? Is it the Packers, the rematch of last year's championship game? How about anyone from the NFC West, since they're all four zero at this point? Or what about the Dallas Cowboys? We'll just throw them out there. <laughs> uh, right now, anyone from the West leads sixty three percent. Saints, 20%, 11% Packers, mm-hmm. and 5% for the Cowboys, which I think is respectable. Okay. If you uh, want to hit that with a retweet, Rich. Uh, I think it's anyone going. in the NFC West. Name it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. How about you power rank the NFC West? Okay, I already told you. The power ranking in the NFC West is... After one week. After one week, you've got the Rams, because mm-hmm. they were coming in. I can't take them out of the power ranking at the top right. after they did what they did. Right? Right. Then I have to put Arizona, too. Ooh. How do you not? If you're talking about one week, just after one, one week. One, one week. What they did, going to Tennessee. On the road. And absolutely stomped their guts out. And neutralized Derrick Henry. And got Julio Jones frustrated. 
He got a 15-yard penalty, right? Mm-hmm. Vrabel's now saying it was dumb S that he did. Now we're wondering if Julio's ever heard a coach talk about that that way. <laughs> right. Right? Right. And um, that was impressive. Then you'll have to go Seattle and then San Francisco because they almost oh, blew it. okay. Which is exactly why, and I understand this, power rankings are so dumb and stupid. Power rankings. <laughs> Just posted this morning <laughs> the minute, Power Rich. 5 brought to you hold by me and TJ. Wait, hold on a second. Wait a second. Hold on Rich, a second. Come on, you just Brought to you by us. me and TJ. <laughs> Power <laughs> 5 every week. Rankings. Every week here on the Rich Eisen Show. Wow. Every week we've Social done this Social media, the Power 5. We've been doing it for I have told four years. You, you have told me I want to do something on Power Ranking. And what have I said to you? Have I said yes or no? No, you said go ahead and do it. Yeah. And what did I say why you should, you should go ahead and do it? Because they're ours and they don't mean anything. No. Oh. I said, I am uninterested in it. I'm uninterested in it. Because it's all for argument's sake and it's all for you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what sports is about. No, it's it's not. It's about taking nuanced takes that make people smarter. All right, Brockman, I guess that's the grand opening, grand closing of Power Five for this season. Just don't have me on as a guest. That's all. (laughs) You're definitely not booked. I mean, whoa. Power Five on Rich Eisen Show Twitter. Hey, there's a new podcast out each week. This man talks to a celebrated wide receiver and about their career, journey, life, and everything in between. New episodes of WR1 drops every single Thursday, Chris Carter, Pro Football Hall of Famer, back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes Benz Vans phone line. How are you, sir? Rich, I'm doing very good. I have to apologize. I'm in New York City. Yes, I know. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get my COVID card replaced because you can't go anywhere without one here. Right. So um, I'm at a CVS. It might be a little noisy, so not as professional as I'd like to be. All good. Thanks for having me on the show. I also saw that you were on Good Morning Football today. I saw that. I peeped that, as yeah. the kids say. Um, so that that looked like fun for you and oh, everyone. Absolutely. I mean, talking football, I mean, why wouldn't it be fun? Got uh, a game tonight, had an exciting week number one, leading into an, to a great week number two. So, yes, it was a good day. Okay. Now, um, uh, it, you know, and I appreciate you're, you're, you're in the CBS getting your card replaced. Uh, <laughs> but let's, let's talk a little bit of ball right here uh, uh, after week number one. Your most impressive uh, performance uh, of any wide receiver in week one would be what? Which one did you like? Wow, of any wide receiver? Yes, sir. Which one? Who'd you like? Most impressive. Mm. Well, I'm just going to, can I say this? Yes, sir. Waller's a great player, but he's not the best player I've ever seen compared to John Gruden, what he said. (laughs) Right. But Waller had a heck of a week. There's no doubt about that. That's true. Well, I was really excited, though, that the guys, because we're getting a lot of guys drafted in the first round, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to have success. Last year we saw Justin Jefferson. That's not going to be every year, but it's nice to be able to see Devontae Smith, Jamar, especially after a bad preseason, Jamar Chase there with the Bengals, bust up my Vikings, have a good game against them, and then Waddle in Miami. Like, these coordinators are figuring out a way to be able to get these young guys involved in the game and having fresh wide receivers in the game, good ones, um, it's good for the game. And what happened? What's going on, do you think, with Brandon Ayuk? I mean, you, you've you been there. You've done that. You've heard what coaches say publicly. You know what probably goes on behind the scenes. Um, what, what do you think is going on with San Francisco's receiver and the coach saying essentially that, you know, he's hurt, but he, you know, that's part of the reason why he hasn't gotten enough snaps and you got to be appreciably better 
than the guy behind you uh, or the guy in front of you. What do you think is happening well, there, Chris? Well, for one, they got a talented roster. And in the NFL, man, if you're not putting up the numbers and everything, regardless of where you're drafted, eventually they're going to be able to find you out. And we know Kyle well enough that if the guy was making plays, he would be out there. And you have to trust what people, they sit and watch hundreds of hours of tapes. They go to all these practices. You know, I really listen to what the coaches are saying. So what's happened there is the receivers put the coach in a position that he's got to be able to say things like that because he didn't have anything good to say. Mm-hmm. You know, so ultimately – the transition from being a good college wide receiver, so he was really good with the ball in his hand, to trying to be a refined route runner, things like that, that's where we start losing. And that's where I think Coach Shanahan was trying to tell us without telling us. What do you think Julio Jones is thinking after his coach calls him out uh, in week one and a blowout loss in his new spot for um, a penalty, a 15-yarder, that cost his team in the first quarter of eventually a blowout game. What do you think Julio is thinking about his coach Vrabel right now, Chris well, Carter? You know Julio well enough. Julio is not the typical wide receiver. Julio was top five coming out of high school, five-star best receiver, but top five talent, chose to go to Alabama with Nick Saban. And let me tell you something. His tenure there, because I know Nick, mm-hmm. he, didn't, he never asked for an easy way. There was no harder worker in practice, in the games. A couple times he was hurt, they had to keep him out. So Julio has heard everything. And to me, the best players that that have played this game, they want to be coached up. And that helps the Titans. Because if Rabel can chew out Julio Jones, he can chew out a bunch of people. And I'm sure they had a bunch of bad plays. I mean, their left tackle didn't play good either. So that's not the only person he was cussing out. But Julio, he's not the typical wide receiver I'm sure he brushed it off. I'm sure Vrabel said something to him personally. He didn't leave it up for all that air between what he said to the media because he knows the media is going to go back to Julio. So he's a grown man. He goes, talks to Julio, lets him know. And a lot of times in a situation like that, Dennis Green would tell you before the meeting, I'm going to call you out in front of everybody. He's like, okay. What do you mean? And it really sets the temperature for the team and and, and for what their expectations are. Give me that story. Dennis Green would do what? Come on now. Really? He'd tell you, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to call you out, so be careful. Be, you know, be, be ready for it. Well, I, I used to meet with him on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So he'd always write the report on the team. How's the locker room doing? And just like Belichick putting Brady in the bad place, Dennis Green would put you in the conversations as far as if that's what he wanted to do, that's what he would put his star players in. Hmm. Chris Carter here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show, my Hall of Fame friend sitting there in New York City after he did some good morning football, and you got your, your <laughs> podcast, WR1, each week. So um, so this podcast, is it wide receiver one or WR1? What are you calling it, Chris? It's WR1. Okay, all right. Wide receivers only. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you you know, you've been out in the podcast world. It's, how am I going to create a niche? So for me, it's just talking to the most exciting position, yep. uh, the personalities, or across the board through the last several decades. So for me, I just thought that being a former wide receiver, getting their perspective on life, yeah. playing the game, what forced them to the position, all those things is what we talk about. Well, the question is, is so wide receiver twos and threes are not going to be in the invite list? Only <laughs> WR1s? Chris? Is no, it's, it's, it's like 
you know, like, so Irv, yes, Alvin Harper, no. Like, is that basically the way it's going to go? No, no, it's, it's not by one, two, or no, no, okay. no. This is right. season one. Oh, oh, okay. WR1 season wide receiver two. Okay, got it. Understood. And after and, a very, very healthy response from the public, there will be a wide receiver two. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's nice. All right, I'm going to continue on with this with this line of questioning because Chris, 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 Chris can handle it. Chris can handle it because I thought it was just wide, WR1, so only wide receiver ones were allowed on. So I was going to ask you if if that was the case, would you have been allowed on the podcast when Randy Moss? was with the Vikings, Chris Carter. Rich guys. <laughs> you my guy, man. I, I like you a lot. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you know. Yes. No matter what rule you have, no matter what law you have, yes. you need to have some addendum to the rule. Yes. Now, there are going to be occasions where you're going to have two number ones on the field. Hmm. Hmm. Before we got Randy Moss in Minnesota, Jake Reed and myself had compiled four consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, both of them, NFL records, before we got Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. Moss just kept the party going, man. We did another three, so I had seven years in a row where the other guy across from me had 1,000. So what would you make of that? Oh, that sounds like a wide receiver one to me. You know, I just was – Oh, okay. You know, I'm just, I was just wondering, you know, about the velvet ropes you've placed around your guest list here for your pod. Because I mean, you got Calvin, you got Mike Evans. You know, uh, those are clearly wide receiver ones. Um, wh- what did you talk about with Calvin? I mean, what a fascinating Hall of Fame speech I heard from him. We all heard from him back in August. Yeah, Chris, what did you talk about with Calvin? I mean, Calvin's a smart guy. I mean, he's got a great deal of interest. Of course, we talked about the Detroit situation, mm-hmm. and it really just boiled down to respect about the money. He felt like there were a lot of games he went out there hurt, injured, didn't say anything. And when he decided to walk away, because medically he felt like he couldn't continue. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's from a family of doctors. Like all his relatives, aunts and uncles and stuff are doctors and stuff. He thinks he's the, he, he's the dummy in the family. And <laughs> when he just said that, he just – it hurt his pride because he knew what his body was enduring. Um, that probably robbed him of another three to five years playing that we as fans would have been able to see Calvin Johnson. We talked about the medical marijuana business that he's involved in. Yes. And more of assisting people for pain, not for recreational use, but the science behind it, um, concussions, how potentially it can assist in things like that. Very, very good conversation. Calvin's one of the, Guys, no matter what era you look at, he's one of the people that you respect. Played the game the right way, lives the right way. Been a great role model, great spokesperson for the game. Well, I was sitting there with uh, my buddy Steve Weich, my NFL media group colleague Steve Weich, on the set listening to that speech, and we were just looking at each other, nodding our heads about how terrific it was and the points he was making about you know, mer- me- medical marijuana and how it could be used in a way that is not allowed in so many different places because it's being thought that it's just a, a workaround for recreational use. And then when the speech was over, yeah. we both looked at each other and, and said there was one th- mention missing from the entire speech, and it was the Detroit Lions. He did not yeah. say the franchise's team name once in that speech. We, we didn't, I don't think we missed it. And we heard, I, I mean, that was... 
That was a, an outlier for the entire, and there were 19 speeches that weekend, and I think it was the only one where somebody didn't mention the team that he played for a single time. Chris. I mean, it's that's your moment. And for him, he's not shying away from the subject. Um, he's not happy with Detroit. He doesn't have an existing relationship with them right now. And it's all over money. I think he made a statement and said, $1.6 million make me feel better. <laughs> so, you know, when when you have a player, it's your responsibility, especially when you're drafting top five, top ten, which Detroit has doing, done for a while. And these guys have played the game, done things the right way. You're supposed to take care of them in a way. Not, I'm not saying all players should be settled, but the relationship with Detroit and Calvin Johnson, the only team that he knows, mm-hmm. it should be better than what it is. Yeah, well, look, Chris, uh, that I, I look forward to hearing uh, all of these conversations on your new pod. Episodes air every single Thursday, including today, WR1. Uh, can you tell CVS to turn the Muzak down? I mean, my <laughs> God, sounds like you're in a Katy Perry concert there. Hey, man, we're trying to get people vaccinated. People yep. are getting COVID. Okay. Like it. Got to do it uh, right. I'm in the most. I'm in the quietest spot in the. All right, I'll let you go, but I do want to ask you a trivia question first, Chris. Ready for this trivia question? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> My guys are know what's coming, and they're 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 hiding underneath the the they're hiding underneath right now. Their desks. No, no, it's okay. We go way back. This man I, I understand, is. We go but... way back. Okay. okay. You've heard about the historical alliance, right, in college football between the Big Ten and the ACC and the Pac-12, right, Chris? Yes. Okay. Which school in the Big Ten came up with the first win in the history of the Historical Alliance when one member of the Historical Alliance, like, say, the Big Ten, played another, like, say, the Pac-12? Which school did that first for the Big Ten? I mean, it's on your show. I don't have any clue. But I mean, that's the, I mean, we lost to Oregon, but things are still exciting. Unless <laughs> 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 you get a running attack, somebody can run for 200 yards. We are going to have you, okay? <laughs> we are going to, yeah, since you brought it up. Yeah, sure. All right? Okay, yeah. You tell me something. I got a trivia question. Tell me <laughs> win between the Wolverines when they played the Buckeyes in the game. How many days has it been? It's close to 700 days before you start looking. Yeah, I, it, it, you're breaking up, Chris. I don't know if the reception's <laughs> okay, any good in the CVS. It's been a long time, man. It's, it's in the thousands, bro. It's in the thousands. It's in the thousands, bro. Might be my favorite line that I've had thrown at me by you, Chris. Um, hey, man. <laughs> hey, look, uh, you be safe. And I, I want to thank you here because I don't know if you've been on since then, but you and um, your time that you gave for the run, the charity run um, for Run Rich Run at SoFi. And uh, I will say this, and it's not just because I was busting your stones uh, moments ago, even though you busted mine back, but um, you. You know, I mean, Vic ran one really fast, but lost amongst that was you uh, not only running one damn near sub five, but you were one of the few that could have gone again if necessary because <laughs> everybody else was not <laughs> at that time. You crushed it, Chris Carter. Well, Rich, you're doing great things. And a lot of times people try to reinvent the wheel, hmm. come up with another foundation. But when people are doing stuff like you're doing, why don't we just piggyback? and help support what you're doing. So that's what we decided to do. You're a great guy. 
been doing great work for a while. And it's not your fault you went to Michigan. You know, it's, it's not your fault. So for me, I got in a little trouble when I was earlier, so I'm still doing community service. So every time I work with you, it's just community service. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, Chris Carter. Let's talk more. Let's talk more. Be safe. Go get your uh, go get that card again. And uh, and WR one every week, including today. New podcast with Chris talking to only the finest at the position. Let's do it again soon, Chris. You be well. I appreciate it, Rich. You got it. It's Chris Carter, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. At least I didn't ask him, <laughs> you know, how the OSU D was doing. <laughs> Maybe you should Because you know what that stands for. Well, yeah. D's no. Ladies and gentlemen. That would have been the last thing I did. You guys, when I, you couldn't, you thought I wasn't going to actually ask him. I, didn't, I did question. not think you were going to ask him. No, I knew you were going to ask yeah, him. I He's like, I'm calling into your show. Yeah. <laughs> Standing in a CVS, At Katy CBS. Perry's blaring. That was Katy Perry, right? It was Katy Perry. It was yeah. firework, yeah. right? Firework. Yes. Yeah. They play that music so loud. Come on. I just went to my Walgreens the other day, and they play like our music, Rich. It's like. Yeah. TJ, you, would you you've been would in Walgreens you, and stuff? Yeah. Would you they, would you DJ a pharmacy? Would you really DJ a pharmacy? I can do it in a heartbeat. My my Whole Foods, every time I'm in there, I'm singing. It's every song I could play. It's 80s music. Mm-hmm. I could totally do it. He says my Whole Foods like he's Bezos over there. I mean, yeah, it's my it's my local Whole Foods. All right, I, I, this yeah, is going to be enough. A, I should, folks. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> coming up next Ooh. is. Um, a fun segment because we saw that the film The Bodyguard, who looks at The Bodyguard and says, let's remake it? I don't know. Yeah. Somebody has. And they're going like, to do it. What? Like that crossed my timeline today is the movie The Bodyguard is going to be remade. Bad. And we have come up, all of us have come up with who we think should play the lead roles. Who should be the Whitney Houston character and who should be the Costner character. Mm. And you can call in, too, at 844-204-RICH if you want to dial that. Before we get some uh, a great hour three with the comedian Jeffrey Ross and Joe Latrulio. That's hour three here on a busy Thursday. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. How many um, planks do you have to break to be a black belt? How many do you have to, is that, is that, is that an actual metric here? I don't think there's a number, but I think it's when the pressure's on, when the tournaments happen, when the tests happen. Why, well, I'll break one right now if you need one. Do we have one anywhere? Mm-hmm. Can we get a plank for this? It's a hot take plank, but oh, don't break that. the hot take plank. I can't break that. I mean, why not? It's a two by, that two by four that's what right there. What kind of wood is it? Now you got me. Yeah, I have man. no idea. Let me see it. Hold on. <laughs> Standard plywood, I'm guessing. Get ready to cancel my show at Morongo tomorrow. <laughs> I have a broken hand. The sweatshirt, we haven't taken it off in years. This would be amazing Here, feel if that. you could break this. Is that a proper... Uh... I could break this. <laughs> All right, Spock, in the plus block. Second. In the plus block. Just take a seat. We're gonna, you've now earned another television-only segment, Jeffrey oh, Ross. Oh, man. It's going to oh. break our hot take plank in two. Oh, I haven't broken a board in 20 years. <laughs> when was All the last right. time you snapped a football and you, you was like that. riding a bike? <laughs> about that. Every single time Jeff comes on, he's going to have to do, do something he hasn't done in at least two decades. All right, we're back with Jeff Ross, Black Belt. He'll either be bumping mics or bumping fresh-made casts with David Tell. Ready? I don't know what kind of wood this is, and I haven't done this since I was 12. Okay, do you want to <laughs> give it a try if you think you can do it? But this is what I learned... At the House of Empty Hands in Newark, New Jersey. The House of Empty Hands. In the 70s. Okay, very good. Here we go. Part of, the, part of it is using the hammer of your hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking at the wood. I'm looking below the wood. Okay. Because I got to see right through it. Did it break? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> If I hold it down, would that be better? Yeah, that'd be good. Chris, hold it on the other side. Hold it on the other side, Chris. All right, it's going. Hold it, pull it it out a little bit more so the end is is on the box. You don't even have uh, any, you don't have any music from uh, Karate Kid? If he gets it, Gloria Love, I'll play Gloria Love. Here we go. Forget it. <laughs> Damn it. I really thought I could do it, Rich. I really thought I could do it. It's okay, Jeff. We still love you. The great Jeff Ross coming up in hour number three to talk about the passing of his good friend and buddy and colleague, Norm McDonald. That'll be quite moving and funny. I can. Go, I mean, you only roast the ones you, you love, right? That's the way he exactly. says it. So that'll be uh, a blast, I'm sure, and also moving and uh, a terrific tribute that's coming up. When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? You used to think about it all the time. So what happened to all of that? It's now time for you and your dream to get back together, and you could live the van life by doing just that in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could tour around every last national park site. There's 423 of them. You could build a mountain cabin with your dad or anybody in your family. Or you could start your own business, really, whatever you dream up. And it's a Mercedes-Benz van you're, we're all talking about, so you can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist, which are obviously very important in a van. 
And we're expecting amazing performance and reliability from a Mercedes-Benz van, of course, because there's an available MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like, well, a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Tonight, the Giants and the Washington football team, Nikki Javala of uh, the Washington Post reporting that Ryan Fitzpatrick is expected to miss six to eight weeks with his subluxing right hip. Sounds terrible, right? Sounds terrible. Not expected to have surgery. Interesting. I mean, I cannot imagine. You're pushing 40 and you get to do that to your hip? Oh, my gosh. So it's Taylor Heineke's show for the next month and a half. I think hitting with the Heineke is pretty good. Well, you just went to higher register. I mean, he almost beat the Bucks in the playoffs. I know. Higher register doesn't win you a Super Bowl, bud. Well, they're not going to win anyway. I thought that um, – we'll see. We'll see. You go 3-3 three and three in that time, and then you got 11 games left. Yeah. Got to win tonight. Oh, gosh, you have to win tonight. You got to win uh, your division games at home. Got to win tonight. That's why it was kind of tough for the Patriots to start that way. Yep. They fumbled it away. They had the game won. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. So um, there are some movies that are um, done once they're made and yeah, loved once they're watched and then, say, yeah. and then are uh, in the pantheon. Now, when you think of Costner movies that are terrific, how many mention The Bodyguard? I mean, it, it, it's, it's a tough a, list to crack. It's a right, tough exactly, list to crack. Exactly. But it is... Costner at his movie it's star finest. Really good. And it's Whitney Houston, and it's one of the greatest soundtracks mm. of all time. And yet somebody looks at it and says, let's make a remake. And that's apparently happening. It's in the works. We heard that today, and it's just like, I don't know what movie you'd want to have remade that's out there. I don't know who's like, you know what, we're out of ideas. Let's just do this one again. <laughs> But that happened. And because we're givers here. We're RES consultants. Yes. Okay? Bodyguard, number one soundtrack, Mike. Oh, 45 yeah. million the copies. Honestly, yeah. like you think it could be well, Titanic, but it's really... 45 million bodyguards. Well, I mean, it's Whitney Houston. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how much you know, Costner's singing on that soundtrack. Not at all. Right. <laughs> Not at all, Rich. Yeah. No. He's the bodyguard. So Chaser. we have it's come up right. with our ideas mm-hmm. of who we should have as the lead roles, the bodyguard and, of course, the singer. We've each come up with one, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want me to go first? Absolutely. Okay, we'll, we go, have... we'll go me, we'll you, go TJ. clockwise. And then Del you, Tufo first. Del Tufo. Okay, Last. ready? Here's my first. All right. I'm going to go with when you're thinking about um, singers and you're thinking about Whitney Houston and who could possibly fill her shoes and her lungs and her voice i'm going with beyonce Ooh. oh and in the role of costner i'm going with chris evans oh that's really good i like that rich chris that's evans really good. and beyonce because he has the acting chops i could believe that he's a bodyguard mm-hmm. he's a likable guy he's somebody with a heart yep chris evans and beyonce would be my choice for the bodyguard remake Man, you, that's really good. I, 
I do what I do for a living for a reason. That's really <laughs> good. That's really good. It's RES Consulting. We're consulting right here. Yeah, I like that. All right, what do you got over there, casting agent Chris Brock? Here's, here's what I went. I went, I went kind of like comparable, but I flipped the races. Okay. Okay. So I went Taylor Swift. For the singer. For the singer. And I went Idris Elba. Oh, I like that. Bodyguard. That is good. I like that. And they're around Stuff, the same like ages it. as Whitney and Kevin were in the movie. Oh, boy. Okay. Look at us. Arias Consulting. Uh, we're on it We today. should get in the casting we're business. We're on it today. By the way, we're you guys do home. know Taylor got panned in the movie Cats as an actress. Mike, she played a cat. Doesn't but also, <laughs> she played a cat. You think Cats got panned because Taylor Swift didn't carry oh, the she day? She got ripped apart on well, everybody, research boys whole, and girls. But I'm kidding. I like. Uh, she's all right, good. no, but uh, that she's is good. Hollywood. That is I Hollywood. Gotta, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cast her. I'm not. Although I, I would. The last word. The, the last word I'd use for Taylor Swift is unbankable. No, 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 no. Would you know? All right, hold on a second. You've got your say in a second. Like, get it, TJ, yeah. you've got the floor. TJ, I've got the floor. We're halfway home. We're doing very well. We're doing yeah. very well. What do you got two for two? Well, you know, something I like to do, guys, is I don't ever just give you one thing when you ask for one and oh. give you two, oh, which makes teach. Chris Brockman very happy. Oh, okay. So I'm going to jump in this first oh, one. My first one, I'm going to go the traditional route. I'm okay. going to go singer, yeah. then actor. Okay, so go for it. For the singer, I just went, all right, I'm going to pick someone that I know you guys won't pick, you didn't think of. I'm going to go with Demi Lovato okay. as a singer, one of the great voices out there. And if you need a soundtrack, she's going to do it, and she's going to sell a billion copies. Yeah. And then as the bodyguard, I'm going to go with a guy that a lot of people don't, I don't think, really know him that well, but they should, and it's Michael Jai White. Now, yeah. Michael Jai White, a.k.a. Black Dynamite, this guy is a martial artist like in it. nine nice. different okay. uh, Shotokan, Taekwondo, okay. Tang So Do, Brazilian okay. Jiu-Jitsu, Boxing. Michael Jai White is the real deal. and like He's a, he, he would actually have the physical he, chops. He would literally have the physical chops to okay. mess somebody up. So him and Demi Lovato. But I also decided to flip yeah. it. I decided that, like, hmm, let me look at this. What if the singer was a male and the bodyguard? Because I've been around a lot of bodyguards. Sometimes you don't want the big person. You want a smaller person mm -hmm. who's stealth, okay. who can weave so their the way in out of the female role is the bodyguard role. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to go Ooh. with Kevin Hart mm -hmm. as the singer. And this is someone who you might not know or you might. Catherine Winnick from Vikings. Now, Catherine Winnick is also someone who she's a Could black belt you, in Taekwondo. So I feel like this would be funny. Consulting. It would be funny if you have Kevin being protected by Catherine and just the jokes. Now, I don't know what you do about the soundtrack. Yeah. You got to get comedy? someone else to come in. I, I think you'd make you it could, a comedy. Right, make it a comedy. Delta, what do you have over Since there? Since I'm a man of the winning caliber with Emmys, oh, I went to the next level. Yeah. And I took Academy Award winners. Okay, go for it. Lady Gaga and Jamie Foxx. Okay. There you go. She can sing. She's perfect like at it. She's already been in a remake. That doesn't matter. But that Oscar makes her winning, perfect. She's an Oscar-nominated remake. She's already in. Jamie Foxx comes in. I liked Chris's idea of moving, switching the roles. Okay, I got it. You no, know, I just don't know if she's going to want to... She's I mean, already been there, done that, played a singer in a remake. Interesting. Mm. All right, I've, I'm, I'm going to do uh, one more myself. Okay. I think we need one more? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get one more. We'll, we'll get, get one, one more. more. We'll get one more. Okay. And this is topical for the moment right now. Maybe uh, I'm just living in the moment right uh, now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm just living in the headlines of today that might not, you know, last when this movie comes out. But the Bodyguard remake is with Nick Saban and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> 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 Who 
too. Who would not want to see this movie? <laughs> Who's protecting who? Because exactly. Who's protecting? It's who? called the bodyguard. <laughs> Who's well? Is it's Saban the bodyguard because he's providing the D. You know what the D stands for? What does D stand for, Rich? D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and they're we'll very big more. potentially. All right, we'll get one more. This could be a blockbuster. <laughs> Rich. Oh God. You know what I'm saying? Oh God. I'm done. Not gonna get old. I'm done. I'm telling you. And oh. it's two Nick. It's Nick and Nicky. We let the cat oh, out of yeah. the bag. Yeah. Absolutely not gonna get old. <laughs> no, but I, I no. think we should. Oh, well, you know, we should. Full disclosure here, TJ. Yes. <laughs> one of the reasons why you might have chosen one of your yeah, your friends, cast member mm -hmm. is it would you'd get to the premiere easy because you'd probably have a cameo in the movie. Yeah, because yeah. you're friendly, tight with Demi Lovato. Don't think I just say stuff just to say it. There's always a method because yeah, he re madness, records it and then plays it, sends it to him. I know it's, I know TJ's MO. Yeah, I'm talking about you on the show. Yeah, guess what? And yeah. then they repost it, and it gets thousands of views. So, yeah, yeah see, hey. shout me out on game day. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> I, did, I, I sent, I sent a little bit of, yeah. I don't know, jealousy. Is that is that no, like a no, tinge, no, 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 a little no, hatred? No, no, no. Not at all. No, it's it, it's like we just need full disclosure. You just yeah, got to tell everybody what's going on. Yeah. Look, Rich, when this video gets reposted and it gets a hundred thousand views, you're going to be thanking me. For no, I, I appreciate that. No, that's great. That. No, I mean, no, uh, branding. That's not what I'm saying. It's yeah. just like, you know, just want to make sure. Again, if you had said you think the star should be Ashton and Mila, we would understand. You'd have to come <laughs> out and say why. You know, we'd have to be full disclosure. The RAS Consulting, it does give you a leg up yes. if we know you, right? Yeah. With the consultants, we, you always rely on people you know yeah. and appreciate and you know are talented enough to pull off the role. Exactly. Right. So just should throw that out there. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what you meant by that, but okay. No, I just, you, gotta, you just, in journalism, you got to say full disclosure. Like when I was caping for Dion, I said I'm biased. Yeah. Right? So, I'm just saying. <laughs> and again, because I'm a journalist, sometimes I get lost in the headlines. I understand. Which is why I think Nick and Nikki would be just absolutely an outstanding bodyguard hey, Rich. remake. Because right now... You're looking for something that's big, right? Big, topical. Big. Get topical. attention. Yes. Yep. Topical. Grab it. Grab it. Headlines. You... RES Consulting <laughs> strikes again. Rich, you know how All yesterday right. we did that uh, interview with you were Saban, I was a reporter. Can we do that real quick? <laughs> Coach Saban, I'm going to talk to you, ask you about your favorite story about Tua. What's my favorite story about Tua? No, sorry, Coach. I meant Tua. D's nuts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The real comic, Jeffrey Ross, coming up. <laughs>